The Rick Jensen Show on AM 1150 and 101.7 FM WDEL. Well, you know, we've talked about national money coming into local politics on a number of different uh, levels. In fact, we talked about a uh, state senator who won a special election, worried that uh, Republicans might actually take control of the Senate for the first time since, what, the 1970s, I I guess. Uh, It's been a long time. And so contributions came in from all over the country, every state. Yeah, to, to make sure they kept a Democrat there. And so it's interesting to follow this stuff, and, uh, and I find it really sad, going back to Christine O'Donnell, by the way, and seeing national money coming in and basically screwing up with Delaware politics and Delaware elections. Uh, Steve Washington is a teacher. He's a special ed teacher. He's a Republican, man of color, who is running for Senate as well in the 1st District. And uh, he and I have been talking a little bit uh, off the air, and I said, look, um, you want to be on the show, it's fine, but you're also running against somebody who is getting a lot of press, a lot of publicity, because um, she is transgender. And even though her website does not now, at this today, uh, promote the fact she's transgender, 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 it did at the very beginning, did an interview with the paper, transgender, Facebook, things like that, it became a huge issue. And and I found it... Uh, I found it unusual that here you have a guy, Stephen Washington, who is a well-known teacher in the district, teaching special ed. He's also a man of color, which I would think would be attractive to uh, the the you know big education union, which is endorsing uh, you know other people of color for different races and such. It usually becomes an issue. Maybe it's because he's a Republican that they don't. But he's an educator, and I found it interesting that. Uh, and I was also wondering why you know. Gosh, have you talked to these people? Uh, what, what's going on? I'd like to get the first-hand story there, um, as opposed to some sort of political statement from the DSEA as to why uh, they're endorsing uh, her and, and not him. By the way, I want you to know that I did reach out to Sarah McBride's campaign, and uh, I got a message saying, oh, gosh, we're just too busy between now and the election. But maybe afterwards, we'd love to talk with you. So uh, Sarah McBride, uh, too busy to talk with you here on The Jensen Show. And Stephen Washington is on the phone. How are you doing, sir? How are you? I'm well. I'm, I'm well. How goes the campaign? Uh, we're going pretty good. Uh, we're doing a lot of canvassing, knocking on doors, uh, doing Facebook blasts. Uh, um, radio advertisement, um, but the biggest thing is really knocking on the doors and pounding the pavement. Pavement. Um, yeah. Well, listen, you're as busy as any out. other candidate, Steve. I just want to say oh, this: definitely. you're as you are as busy as any other candidate, and I'm just really glad that uh, that you take the time for all of our Senate District One voters, and that includes, of course, the Brandywine and Red Clay school districts, uh, also Newcastle County. Votech. Where do you teach and for how long have you taught? I've been in education now 28 years. I have um, been a special education teacher at Tally Middle School. This is in my 10th year there. And um, I'm really, really, really glad to be a part of the um, education system because you can see the growth of people and then you can see those that are not growing. And mm-hmm. I just think it's a, I, I think it's a blessing um, to just see for the time that I've been in education, the twists and turns, the highs, the lows, successes, the challenges. So that's 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 about what's going on right now in education. Are you a dues are you a dues paying member of the Delaware State Education Association? I am, yes. Okay. Definitely. All right. Definitely. 
Um, I find that interesting with DSEA as well, because even though uh, I didn't get an opportunity to have an interview, um, say, so they say I was late uh, in the primary, I'm still in the general election, and I still didn't get that interview, although I did send in the emails to them that they requested. So they had What do you mean they, they said you were late? To tell us what, what happened, because that's usually what happens. Uh, you have an interview, a conversation with officials from the big education union, and then if they, if they like your registration and they like what you say, then they can endorse you. Well, they said that, well, we sent the information out to you uh, about a week and a half or two weeks ago. And this is prior to the primary. I didn't uh-huh. see it. If I saw it, I would have sent it in. But at any rate, um, they're telling me that you were late and you didn't get your paperwork in. And we endorsed and everyone voted for my opponent. And I said, well, that's because they didn't hear me. I said, and I've been reaching out to them since last year, to be quite frank. Really? Okay. Um, so, but yes, you did have some paperwork to get in. There was a deadline for it, and you didn't meet that deadline. Mm-hmm. Is that accurate? That's what they're saying, yeah. And I, I get it. But here's the deal. The deadline, the, the, the deadline for the primary, how about for the general? So you got the paperwork in, certainly, for, uh, for them to talk to you about the general election, right? Uh, yes. But it's, they had already endorsed uh, Sarah McBride, who um, I don't think is a teacher, uh, for um, for the yeah yeah no she isn't so um, did you have you talked to anybody at DSEA and asked them why is it that uh, they're endorsing Sarah McBride over you an educator actually in the district well here's what happens is that they make up their mind to endorse and then that would be the bottom line everybody voted for her I said and you know and and I I get it everybody voted for her but they didn't get an opportunity to speak to me. You know, and the fact is, they know me as being an educator, and I've been to many workshops at DESEA, and even spoken to a gentleman I can't think of his name right now. When there was a workshop downstate, and this is way before the primary, and um, they said, "Well, we're going to reach out to you." Well, when they reached out to me, I haven't heard anything because I reached out to them several times prior to. But mm-hmm. that's that's that's. That's the way the ball bounces every now and again. Yeah, I just want I, I, I want people to know that I have reached out to both campaigns because Stephen want, wanted to be on the mm-hmm. program, and I appreciate that. And I said, look, I'm, I'm not going to have a formal debate here. However, this is what I will do. Um, I will invite either one of you, uh, both of you, to, to be on, and um, the other person is welcome to call in, ask questions, you know, challenge, agree, whatever you want, with the other person uh, when they're on the program. And I did this by email. So and I did get a response oh, wow. back. Yeah, I'll tell you what's 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 alarming to me, and I'm gonna be quite honest and quite frank. Uh, as an educator, I am very concerned about our 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 curriculum. I'm very concerned about our children and 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 families. And it seems like parents are being taken out of education, and I don't I don't think that's fair. I think parents should always be included in education. I also think parents should be included in the decision making processes that affect their lives prior to the decision made decisions instead of thereafter decisions are being made. Um and when I say that, when we think in terms of a lot of money coming from out of state, mm-hmm. more so like eighty eighty five percent of the funding is coming from out of state. That gives me an idea that there's an agenda. Secondly, it allows me to think that we have out of state people that want to tell us or run what's happening in Wilmington, Delaware, or in, in the Newcastle County. And that's not really, I don't, I don't like that because here's the deal. 
if you're out of state and you're making decisions for me, that means I'm still not included in the decision-making process. So for some reason, for someone to have a quarter of a million dollars just for one district, that should speak volumes to the voter. Um, now, is, is, uh, that, is that what's happening in your race and where are you getting those numbers? Oh, the numbers are coming from the elect the uh, the election. Okay. You could, you could all, you could, yeah, Department of Elections? Yeah. Yes, Department of Election. That's public information. Um, and and it seems like it's, it's, it's a part of the, uh, oh, so to speak, good old boy network that has been going on forever. Mm-hmm. People, because of a blue state, people tend to forget that only those that are blue are the ones that are being satisfied. And if a puzzle, in order to, in order to you, in order for the puzzle to be complete, it can't just have a part of the puzzle. It has to have the whole puzzle. So it's only good for people that are all blue, but people who are red still live in a state as well. So we need to be, honestly have a we need to have a multitude of people on both sides of the of the aisle. We need to have, and and I believe that Senate should be split. And I believe also that we need color. We need people of black and brown uh, skin tone to be on both of the uh, uh, both sides of the aisle. That's not happening. Well, let me hear your I mean, reasoning why that. Let me hear. I've heard reasoning from a lot of different people. It makes sense about why that is. Share with us your reasoning for that. Well, we we all know that there's been systemic racism going on forever. And right now, when we think in terms of people that are selected, these are people that's included in that circle. Because when we think about the fixed mindset in the reactive city or reactive state under the good old boy network, those are the ones that are included. If you're not a part of that network, you're not included. So what happens is that you don't even get an opportunity to run for office under that ticket. You say, this person that I'm running against has been offered the position way before Harris McDowell is even set down. And that's, 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 just, that's alarming to me because we have so much talent throughout the state of Delaware, throughout District 1, that someone else should be given an opportunity instead of them already having the mindset of, of who they what, want now, to be in You know, we've, I've talked to a lot of people over the years about education here, uh, whether or not, you know, how, for example, uh, the, the union and, and DOE feel about charter schools, for example. Um, not huge fans. And after uh, the death of Mr. Ferguson, who was one of the founders of the charter school uh, movement here, um, it's like the, the whole thing was changed. It used to be part of the public schools. They would have education um experiments, different ways of mm-hmm. teaching kids, learning things like that, and whatever worked then would go into the public schools. Well, that's changed now. It seems like there's a lot of animosity. Uh, what do you see as being some of the problems as well as maybe some of the successes in public schools that you think need to be addressed? Um, when you speak in terms of charter schools or public schools, uh, but when I think in terms of the success or challenges, one of the challenges is that our students aren't reaching their fullest potential. I personally believe it's because of the design of the curriculum. Um, our curriculum was designed by Bill Gates, and Bill Gates said it was an experiment. And Bill Gates also said it was a failed experiment. Experiment. So some reason, sometimes I wonder why we still use a failed experiment. He also said that it will hurt children or students for 30 years out, but we still use it. I think that we need to design a curriculum inclusive of the parents 
and the teachers that speak to the interests of the child. Once we have children that are really, really interested in what they are learning, then the parents know about what they are learning. That's, that is a recipe for growth. So if the parents are not even included in our curriculum design, our teachers aren't included in the curriculum design, how on earth do we expect the children to grow? It's almost as if we have to do what the curriculum says. Uh-huh. Um, I'm a math. I'm teaching or trying to teach math right now, doing the best I can. But the fact is, it's too fast. You have to finish so much math in one week, and then these kids aren't getting it. And that's and then when they don't get it, guess what happens? They become less interested. And when they become less interested, they're not concerned about the grades. And when they're not concerned about when they're not concerned about the grades, they then say, you know what, forget school. And then what happens with when, what happens when they forget about school? They then they then find out there's other interests out in the streets, especially in black and brown communities. And you know what that leads to? A lot of crime, a lot of deaths happening, and that's what's happening. And I believe that it has a lot to do with our curriculum design. We have have we have to include the parents and we have to interest the children. And we have to make sure that people are being successful. I understand rigor, but if a child is not successful, it doesn't matter whether work is rigorous or not, he's not, his self-esteem is going to drop. So we want to make sure that these kids are happy in school, enjoying school, wanting to be in school. And we also, as teachers, we have to do away with some of our implicit biases. And I'm talking about both races. We have to make sure that we are making school fun for kids. And because here's the deal. I understand rigor, as I said, but if school is not if school's not fun for kids, kids don't want to be a part of it. Yeah, no, I, I, I totally have the right get that. To have fun, yes. Even when we speak in terms of um, the outside interest, do you realize that it was a regulation two twenty five that occurred in the past? And I understand that it's no longer. However, I can't imagine children being taught sex education at four years old or in kindergarten, talking about gender orientation. We have got to get better and allow a child to be a child. If little Michael wants to play with a Barbie doll when he's a child, let Michael play play with that Barbie doll. That doesn't mean anything. If little Sarah wants to play with a, um, and I'm not talking about my my opposition, that was just the name. If that person wants to play with a, wants to play with a, a, a G.I. Joe, let that person play with a G.I. Joe because to them it's just a toy. We don't have to put any meaning behind it. And I think this is the way that education is going. We have to put a meaning behind a child enjoying life. Kids are not old enough to make decisions. Here's, for example, they just pushed the cigarette age up to 21. Mm-hmm. So because it does something to the brain. Sure. So, if that age has increased to 21, how can a child four or five years old make a decision about his or her sex without the parent's consent? That's the, that's the issue that I'm seeing. And sometimes we got to make sure that we are allowing our children to be children, not little grown people. I understand. Uh, let me ask you this other question, too, because it has uh, it's, it's come to my uh, attention, actually, uh, just uh, while we were talking that uh, at the onyourballot.vote111.org details here, um, there's an accusation that you have copy and pasted from Wikipedia 
or your campaign, copied and pasted from Wikipedia, answers to two questions. What's your stance on renewable energy for Delaware and the Renewable Portfolio Standard, as well as uh, in Delaware's Freedom of Information Act? uh, Do you think it's working well for the public? What changes would you make? And uh, the accusation here is that you've got the answers to questions seem to be lifted right from Wikipedia. What do you say to that? I don't know. I haven't seen that. Did you uh, answer questions for the Vote 411 Voter Guide? I may have, uh, but I don't recall even seeing that. Say, what, what was the answer? Uh, it, it reads, uh, Stephen Washington, a renewable portfolio standard, RPS, is a regulation that requires the increased production of energy from renewable energy sources such as wind, solar, biomass, and geothermal, other common names, yada, yada, yada. And it looks like it comes you know, right from, from, from Wikipedia. And uh, that is, uh, that, that is the, uh, the, the accusation here, is that uh, that, t- that was taken from Wikipedia and uh, given to the voter 111 site. Well, that wasn't taken from Wikipedia by Stephen Washington. Uh-huh. Now, if, it, if, if that's in there, let me ask this question. Does it make sense or does it not make sense? What, that you did or did not put it in there? I have no idea if you, no, if, if they, you put it in there. No, no, you know? no. I don't recall putting that in there. But here's the question. Does it make sense, I mean, with whatever is in Wikipedia or whatever is on that, on that uh, slide? I suppose so. Oh well, ho, 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 ho. So, so I don't here's know. my question. I, yeah, here's my here's my question. Then, um, most times, research is great, right? Yeah. And if it was in there and it's without a book, I mean, uh, um, what's it called? Uh, um, on your research, uh, on your research paper, I forget what it's called, but that's okay. <laughs> yeah. if, if 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 it's in there and it doesn't say Wikipedia, that's not good. But if it's in there and it says Wikipedia, that makes it good. So I really need to research and go back and look at that. Because it could be in there, and I don't know. But I, haven't, I don't even recall uh, seeing anything regarding um, new renewable energy. Yeah, I'm looking at, so, uh, at the Wikipedia uh, one and, okay. and this one here. Actually, they don't seem to be exactly the same from what I'm seeing, but the accusation was uh, that it was taken uh, from Wikipedia. It might be uh, something else. I'm reading about the Renewable Portfolio uh, Standard mm-hmm. here, and that's why I'm wondering if, Ed, how do you feel about you know, cutting like and this. pasting something like that? Yeah. that isn't, and, and, it, and was that something that you did? That's my question. Yeah. What's going to happen is people are going to say, they're going to insinuate doing politics. They say what they want. Let me ask you this question then. Where do you get information about Christopher Columbus if you didn't relive back in 1492? But you have to have the citation. Right. That's what I'm saying. So I have to relook. I don't know if it's how that's been put in there. So I have to look at that. Okay. And, uh, and so that it, yeah. is... It, 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 it may be paraphrased. I don't know. I have to look. All right. Let's get to... Uh, we got a call. 529 Let's get to Liz. Uh, Liz, uh, what's your question for Steve from Washington? Hi, Rick. Thanks for having me on. Um, and just Hi. really quickly, I know at the beginning of the show, um, I think you had said something that Sarah was focusing on her gender identity. I never she was at the, at the beginning, and, I, and it's, not on the, it's not forefront on her website now, but had been at the beginning, yes, and also in the newspaper. No, no, that was definitely in the newspapers, but Sarah's yes. always said, I think she even said, I'm not running as a transgender candidate. You know, she's always focused on the issues like family leave and mm-hmm. things like that. Uh-huh. Um, but Mrs. Mm-hmm. Washington, my, my question for you is, um, you've campaigned a lot with Lauren Witzke. 
um, who has ties to neo-Nazis and publicly champion things like QAnon and uh, has said some really bad things about immigrants, and I, that's really disturbing to me. So I just want to ask you, um, okay. how you know can the residents of the first district support you when you have joined forces with someone as extreme as Lauren Whitsky? And let me say this to you, and let me be quite frank with you. I happen to be an African-American male. Secondly, I have my own campaign, and I have not at all joined forces with Lauren Winsky. Now, if you're trying to put Republican together with Lauren Winsky, and because I'm Republican, you're putting me together with that, that is wrong. That's a misconception, and it's out of order. So let's see. There's a picture with you. Well, I have a question for Liz. Liz, Liz, do you have, do you, Liz, do you have a recognized or official role volunteer or paid or volunteer with the Sarah Bride McCain? I'm, I'm not a volunteer. I'm calling in. I'm seeing this picture of you right now, sir. Okay, so you're you're not involved with the uh, Sarah McBride campaign at all. I'm, I call, I'm not on the Sarah McBride campaign. Okay, no. fair enough. That's I wanted to get that clear, uh, Stephen. Let me, let me add to that. They take many pictures of people doing a um, campaign, but that doesn't say I had the same mindset as. Uh, Lauren Winsky, I'm Steve Washington. I'm running for first district. I'm running because of education. I'm running because of public housing and affordable housing. I'm running because of prison reform. I happen to be a black man, and what I do know about prison reform, it's been the system that's been so, it's been so much systemic racism in the prison that most people that are in prison are black men. Not to mention it breaks down a nuclear family because our men are in prison instead of home with their families. Have nothing to do with, as far as Lauren is concerned, or her campaign. I'm my own because I happen to be a teacher and I've been in education for 28 years and I see the disparities that's happening to black and brown people in education, in the job market, in our prison system. So that's what I'm running about. So there's nothing racist about me. Now, here's the deal. Once we start speaking in terms of equal rights and equal opportunity, then they pull, they, uh, they changed or moved the field goal. Like, they, they moved the goalpost and guess what happens? Then we speak in terms of the LGBTQ uh, and you know what happens with that? Now we're talking about equal rights to them, but they have the same equal rights as us. But here's what it was. They want rights for their behavior. We want rights because we have been wrong for many, many years. Well, Liz, I think it's a pretty comprehensive answer to your question. What do you think? All right. Appreciate um, the call. I, I still just, I just don't quite understand. I, uh, I'm seeing you don't? pictures with you online with her, and it looks like you're campaigning. Okay. Well, I think he answered that pretty well. We're not going to go around in circles. Thanks, Liz. Thank All right. So, yeah, he gave you the answer. He said, you get a lot of pictures, a lot of people, but uh, I, there's no way I could summarize what Mr. Washington said with such passion that he did. All right. So, uh, five to nine, one, oh, one, seven. Uh, last word is we got to get to a break here, sir. Yes. Uh, just um, when you vote this year, at least think about the person, not party so much, because if I'm not in office in the first district, we're going to have some changes that's going to come down the line throughout our education system. What's happened in California with uh, what's going on in California will hit Wilmington, Delaware. So I want you to understand that. Don't we vote for me because Republican, Democrat. I want you to vote for me because I'm a person and I'm very concerned about our community. I'm Steve Washington running for first district state senator. And now we need black and brown people on both sides of the aisle. This is a serious matter. And we need to take advantage of our opportunities. And so we can pull up our city. If you look right now. Uh, and all these black and brown kids that are dying in our community, nobody's speaking to that. Well, I am. 
And I want to make sure that we have changes that have people down in Dover that's going to make sure these changes happen. VoteSteveWashington.com. No, I like the sound of that. I have uh, people of color on, on both sides, and uh, we're starting to see a lot that over the last few years, especially uh, here throughout the country. Steve, good talking to you. Thanks for the call. I appreciate it, sir. Thank you, sir. All right. It's uh, VoteSteveWashington.com. we got news coming up right after this.